And of course, you got to wait that, you know, pause so that LinkedIn catches up. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah, the guys are short. Yeah, right. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the reboot. I am Jim Gass. And uh, so, you know, we took a nice hi- hiatus over December and we're back. Uh, we're ready to go every Tuesday at 10. Not Tuesday. What day is it, guys? Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday 1.30 Eastern time. Does everybody agree to that now? Am I good? Yeah. You're yeah. very good. You can tell I'm a little exhausted today. But listen, today's topic is uh, five ways technology can help you with staffing, our staffing crisis that we're in right now. This is uh, Mr. Groot's uh, topic. It was a great topic, great idea. And uh, especially with the great resignation right now, um, we are definitely being forced to do more with less. And that includes less people. Uh, So um, why not talk about how we can use our technology to make us more efficient um, and maybe make it so that we don't have to hire those additional people, or at least, you know, we can uh, we can definitely weather the storm. So, um, you know, before we get started, though, again, I like to remind we're the reboot. The reason we're here to help you is because we want to kind of cover business decisions that you need to make in your own business, just like we we do here at the reboot. Um, and um, in, in the areas of technology, human resources, marketing, security, anything in business. I mean, it's, you know, we all are business owners and we all make these decisions all day long. And so we just want to help. So without further ado, who wants to jump in and go first? And if nobody jumps at it, I will. Reason number, way number one. Go for it. David, it was your topic. I, look, I, I thought this was going to be a presentation on how to use Indeed in a web browser or something. We I, can I, do that too. No, look, go ahead and I'll let you start with the couple ideas you threw out because I've got some stuff to reinforce that, I think. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. So my thought is this, when it comes to this topic, how can technology help you in staffing crisis? Well, I can almost promise <laughs> you that everyone has Microsoft Office, right? Just about everybody has Microsoft Office, and with that is PowerPoint. And one of the things I'm going to say is that you use PowerPoint uh, to help you become more efficient. And you might think to yourself, how is PowerPoint going to help me become more efficient? Um, well, it's funny because everyone thinks of their processes and their in their businesses as some complex, convoluted thing that I've got to take and you know drill down into the minute little piece of minutia and detail of the process. But really, honestly, I don't do that. There's a place for that, but not on a process overview. And so I use PowerPoint to develop process flows because it's simple. I don't have to have Visio. I don't have to have, you know, uh, I don't have to make a PDF out of it. Everybody in my organization can read it and, and we can edit it on the fly rather easily. So my recommendation is you make your outline Turn it into a smart chart, smart art, what's it called? Smart art uh, flow chart in any format that you need and uh, and save it that way. I do it all the time. Very easy. And it gets everybody on the same page. Hey guys, this is how we're supposed to be doing it. No, it's not details, it's high level, but you know what? Efficiency starts at a high level, if you ask me. Anybody want to comment on that? Uh, I mean, I agree with that completely. I, I think. Um, I'm going to talk for a minute here, if it's okay with you guys. Uh, as with everything in in business, as well as technology, process is key to a lot of those things, right? And 
if you're doing more with less in this conversation, we're talking about less people, uh, more technology uh, use on some level to help fill that void. Um, it, it, it just process is, is everything, but then you find ways to automate the various steps in those processes. So we find in our team, uh, we have a lot of need for meetings on a pretty regular basis. And we need to be able to communicate and talk about projects and updates and various things. And of course, when everybody's, you know, in the office and, you know, we're able to have those times for that, that's great. But as we you know, less staff, more jobs, more work, we have to be creative in that. So we're able to, you know, record some of these meetings for the people who aren't able to be in on it. And then they can comment back using the Microsoft stack, right? So we are obviously in Microsoft Office world, specifically in 365. And so using those tools to help automate any of the manual processes has just taken those minutes and given them back to us. Now you mentioned using PowerPoint for your, your, your uh, process flow. But I'm going to say, if you're using Microsoft 365, then I can almost promise there's at least four or five applications that are available to you that you're not touching or using at all. Uh, and that would be things like Automate and Flow uh, and, and, and Power BI. And, and these are tools that, that tie in with Planner, which is the ability, like Jim, you were saying, to, to put tasks and plans and checklists in place. but with automate, I can create approval flows and I can create uh, the ability to kind of monitor and watch what our people are doing, making those decisions. And I can just look for anomalies with less effort. Does that make sense? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And in just about every Microsoft 365 subscription, you get those things. Ships, planner. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, you know, Teams is a big thing. Uh, Booking, the, bookings. The automate. Bookings. Bookings is huge. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, and I've got a list a mile long, so I'm going to let some other people talk, but but go ahead. I think you guys just want to listen. You guys feel like just listening? That's cool. I got another one. Who's got go one? Go ahead. Well, I, I, I just want to add on to what David was saying. And apologies for joining a little bit late, but yeah. um, the big issue, like he said, is I, I feel like is staffing, right? So you're having to do more with less. And, um, when you're in that situation, whatever you can do to save time, optimize, reduce the time that something takes um, is great, right? Because then you can actually get more done. And so I, I just want to reiterate and even give an example of um, Power Automate or flows or things of that nature. There's so much you can do that people didn't think about in the past that... Um, you know, like just a, a form example, people have like might use forms or SurveyMonkey or something like that. A lot of times when they use those tools, um, they get the manual export at the end and then they might want to be importing that information to like an, exp an Excel spreadsheet and things like that. Well, you can use tools like Power Automate that just push that data right in. You don't have to do anything. You've completely, you know, saved all of that time that somebody was manually entering that information. Um, approvals as well. We did something recently, um, not that it saves a ton of time, but again, it's a little bit here and there. Where, where can you make your time count and, and take five minutes off of your day anywhere? Um, staff wants uh, to request time off before it was an email that had to go out, then it had to be sent somewhere else. for. Now it's just they 
submit the request. I get a notification if I'm their manager for approval. I just click the button. It shows up on the shared calendar. No one has to send it to an admin to then put it on the shared calendar and, you know, things like that. So I think thinking out of the box and leveraging some of the tools that you probably already have, just like David said, to start shrinking down some of those maybe menial tasks that you're doing manually um, off to an automated system, I, I think is is and can be huge depending on the business. Yeah. Can I say also <clears throat> something that doesn't necessarily sound like it would be what you would think of in this situation, but I want everybody out there to realize it really does impact your ability to be efficient in your business if you're not using hardware that is current and maintained and new, taking advantage of the technologies that are out there. And I'm not saying that to try and sell computers. I'm telling you, I watch these businesses lose money every day going out the door because they have employees sitting there waiting oh for the God. next step to take place. I got to tell they you, won't spend the money on any technology because that's a cost center. And I'm like, I got to, I got to say, man, there's a story. I got two stories of the same person, right? That this girl was the, uh, was the everything for this customer of ours. And, uh, and she was fantastic. She really, really could get this stuff done, but it was, it, long tasks. It took her longer than necessary. I used to, I, I was helping her with efficiency. How can she get better? I said, Stephanie. And I said, you know, I can't believe you're not using two monitors. I said, right. I said, everybody can use two monitors. Oh, I don't like two. I don't want two monitors. I said, Stephanie. And I forced fed her. I said, I'm buying you a monitor. <laughs> and I'm going to put it on your desk and I connect it to your computer. And when huh, somebody, there we go. You there, David. I said, and when, and when you decide that it helped you be more efficient, then you're going to pay me for it. Uh, it what's a monitor? 125, 130 bucks or something like that? Well, now Even if it's, it's 250. Yeah, Yeah. And so I put on our desk. It wasn't a week. She said, can I write you a check? Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, you can write me a check anytime. I said, but I said, you see that printer you got right there, right there? I said, you run, you know, 75 page reports. I said, I'm going to do the same thing with the printer. She said, oh, I love my printer. Don't touch my <laughs> printer. I love my printer. And I mean, she did. She, I mean, it's a good printer. You know, those old HPs, man, they were sure, it's a right? dinosaur and workhorse. Yeah. It's a dinosaur workhorse. And she said, it does my checks. Perfect. I said, you know what? I said, the heck with them. Put a new printer in your desk. I said, when you decide it was so much better to do, when you get a page, 75 pages in a minute versus five minutes, you can thank me and pay for it. It was that again. I mean, it's not just computers. You know, no, it's everything, right? It's, and I'm again, I'm not saying be unrealistic. Yeah. I am simply saying when you're weighing out cost, you know, uh, of things and, and and how can I get more done? How can my team be more efficient? Brandon's saying getting five minutes back here and there, those minutes money. add up. It, it all it all comes back. I run three monitors. I know some of you guys you run four monitors, don't you guys? Mm -hmm. I'm running are. three right now. Yeah, I, I feel I feel I feel really debilitated handicapped when I have to work on just my surface, like, you know, out on the road or in the car or something. I went so far as you got three monitors in the office, three monitors at home, you know? So you work on your computer while you're driving? Cause that's another way technology can make us better. 
Well, I don't say everybody else should do it. Well, I mean, I, yeah, if you give myself it may end your life with a, a little prematurely. And... Well, you I'm know, not... I mean, let's talk about that for a second. Everybody's got one of these, don't we? Right? And mine just so happens to be a hot spot. Okay. And most people's are a hot spot. So if you got a notebook and you take your kids to soccer and they're practicing, or you take your daughter to cheerleading or tumbling and they're practicing, turn on that hot spot and either watch Netflix or do some work. <laughs> Cobra Kai, of course, right? A lot of productivity there. No, right. so you know, a lot of companies we're, don't. We're, we're have, being sidetracked here, guys. Like a lot of companies don't have cloud type files that they can be sharing things or collaborating at the same time on a document. And we're seeing a lot of the schools moving towards the Google uh, suite, and you know all the kids are doing that, and it's working really well for them. And it's that way for companies too, as we're seeing more and more move to the cloud where they can work from home and keep their good employees. We have one guy working from home today because he had showed some symptoms and we just didn't want to risk it. Yeah. And it's so nice. We're like, Hey, we're, we're sorry. You're sick. Go home and work. <laughs> no, he, he actually, he owned it. He came in and said, Hey, or he didn't come in. He called us and said, Hey, no, I'm not feeling good. I don't want to get anybody else sick. But if you have the phone systems in place, you don't have your old legacy phone systems. If you've got, ways for people to either remote in. And if they're remoting in though, you want to make sure you got the technology in place that secures their at home service uh, hardware too. So they're, you're not compromising your potential hardware. Or so the big thing there is <clears throat> leveraging cloud technologies yep. can help businesses become more flexible so that you can work anywhere. So when you have this, situation where you can't get staff, maybe you can be a little more flexible and say, well, you know, I want to keep you, I'm going to let you be able to work from home or work from another state because man, how many people moved over this last couple of years? It seems like um, a lot of well, our I mean, customers, people are, uh, their staff has been moving all over the place and then still wanting to work. And it's only because of cloud technologies that they've had that flexibility and, and capability. We had that one outsourcing, I think we had one staff whose mom, got really sick and he had to move and he was still able to work. And yeah. so it's, you know, just when you have stuff like that happen, I'm exactly going to put that on steroids guys and say, we all know there's a staffing crisis. If there's a staffing crisis, then we're in there. We're competing for the people that we want to hire and the people that we want to keep. We went so far to make it a company benefit a company privilege. Right. And so our guys can work up to two days of work uh, a week from home on a rotation. Now, of course, it's a privilege that if you don't, if you're not performing, we have metrics tied to it. If you're not performing and your work product goes down, you lose that privilege. But now you can offer that as a competitive advantage in hiring. Oh yeah, we let you, we want you to work from home twice a week. You know, happier employees, you know, they stay longer, they work harder, generally speaking. Um, and then, you know, as in that example, I had a guy that moved to Toledo because his wife got a uh, got a graduate uh, program. You know, she's going for a Ph.D. or postdoc or something like that. And they moved to Toledo. He's still working for me for this day, doing a great job. The, the two big things that I've noticed was either granting more flexibility to your existing employees so that they can work from home or have flexible work times and things of that nature. But the other thing that cloud can also help and help you do this securely, depending on how things are set up, is 
starting to consider potentially outsourcing services to other That's continents. What I was trying to say a minute ago. Yeah. 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 Because they can plug in, right? Like if, if you're if you're if you're cloud driven, you can securely provide access to to resources in areas that you know that is all automated, right? So like I mean that kind of comes back to conversations we've had in the past, but things like professional service automation products that we use in our business, but I know in HVAC and you know construction, they all have these these uh, you know automate my business, you know, uh, build those things out, put your stuff in there, use them to their fullest potential. Uh, a, a CRM, like you want to get more done with less when it comes to selling, managing your clients and the relationships, then put a CRM in play and make sure that you are setting it up and have the people using the parts and the roles and the and process, process, process. <clears throat> I want to go back to some technologies, if that's okay. I mean, I think that these are all great things, and they're all around technology. Um, they might not be, you know, um, um, a technology. They might be how we use technology in a, in, in a place. Sure. Um, the two things that, that I, I – one of the other things I mentioned is you, you talked about a little bit, David Groot, was Planner, right? Mm -hmm. If you have Microsoft 365, you've got Planner, right? And Planner mm -hmm. is one of those tools that does what it says. It helps you plan. Okay. And so you can delegate tasks. You can keep track of things. If you have a problem getting staff, I promise you that you still have got to deliver whatever your product or service is to your clients, unless you're losing those guys. And I hope you're not, but you've still got to deliver the same amount of work product, generally speaking, hopefully more. Planner is an application to kind of keep people on task. Um, you can build it out, you can temp templatize it. And, um, and, and that, the other thing I like is bookings. And we talked about bookings. Wow. You know, it is, it is probably the, in my opinion, the unsung hero of Microsoft 365, in my opinion, right? It is the ability to let other people schedule for you, right? Schedule you. That means it could be a customer. It could be a vendor, or it could be somebody in your office scheduling for you. You set it up and you can give someone a link to look at your schedule whether they're in your office or out of your office, or you can, you know, secure it. So one can't see the out, out, people out that are not in your office. Can't see it. You can set up your availability and people that want to get, you can just grab it on your, think about how often we go back and forth trying to find a time for a meeting, right? That's wasted time. That's incredibly wasted time. <laughs> Two people's wasted time. The person trying to schedule with me and mine, right? So we take that out of the equation and use bookings. Uh, guys, I want to add this. Everything we're talking about, anybody worth their weight in, in, in the IT business that knows anything about Microsoft 365 should be able to set up just about any one of these for you and help me use them. I would highly recommend if, if you are in the Microsoft cloud that you have your IT person spend an hour with you and have them show you the power of all of those programs working together coming together in a place like Teams or, or Outlook or whatever it is that your primary focus, uh, I promise you are <coughs> manually doing tasks today that could easily be automated across the board and shared and communicated in a more efficient, quicker, faster, on-demand kind of way, uh, which again, shaves off 
habits and, and brings those back into your life. You know even, even on the security side, though, we, we've set up for some clients the ability for them to, let's say, an application request or an access card to a building or, or permissions change. We've right. automated that process in 365 with, with flow and forms. Put yep. your name in, put your request in. If it's maybe access to a website that's restricted to a data room, we need access to this room for one week, two weeks, you know, uh, a month, and then submit it. It goes to the approver. They approve it. We get a ticket in about 10 seconds. It's done. Right. Yeah, so exactly. that process used to take so long and, and, and involve <clears throat> multiple people is now just submit a form and you're done. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to put everybody on a spot here and we'll close it up on this because we're at 20 minutes now. Okay. I think that at least in this conversation, we talked about Microsoft 365 at least a third of the time. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. There's nothing. So many people have it. Guys, I think we should do an out of band webinar, live webinar, not a, not a, not live stream. Like we'll live stream it. Right. And uh, we won't be able to turn in a podcast, but we should demonstrate some of these things. Maybe take a half an hour, you know, over over a, a month or something like that, a couple times or whatever. We, we can figure. What do we out. charge per person? That's good. Well, you know, we give away <laughs> I mean, free, right? We give I've already free. got the whole webinar recorded. Me too. Me too. Um, but you know, we should at least provide that. You guys up for that? We'll figure it out at, at yeah. some time in the yeah. near future. I mean, yeah. it's out of band. We'll still do the reboot as we normally do, but this will be an out of band benefit to all of our audience, right? Because sure. we talk about it. We unfortunately, because we turn this into a podcast, we can't demonstrate. Well, obviously, that won't be turned into a podcast, right? You guys, good. Yep. That's our that's our promise to our our audience that we're going to try to help this year make things a little bit more practical for you than just theoretical. I think that's a great promise. <clears throat> I think what would be a real good idea is come up with a few use case scenarios, yeah. and then we can show how that kind of works. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. We can collaborate on that behind the scenes, guys. Thanks for thanks for stepping up. That's a big deal for people. You know, why, you know, why keep it all theoretical? You know, why not get practical? So, um, guys, great topic today. I think that this is a good, if nothing else, this is kind of like a play on a New Year's resolution to do more with less, right? You know, is that what I, it is? Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm gonna get on the treadmill next. Hopefully it's not like joining a gym where we just do it for a month and then we drop it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got clothes. I got to get the clothes that are hanging on my treadmill at home. No, this will. This could definitely make businesses better. And sometimes you just need a big change in the way things are to to push you to do the change. You got it. You got it. Well, listen, guys. Thanks a lot. Great topic. Uh, next week we'll be back on Wednesday at 1.30 Eastern time. Uh, hopefully we'll make an announcement sometime in between them. We're going to try to try to make that announcement about a practical webinar and uh, just kind of stay tuned. So thanks a bunch. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks.